You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody had a good Christmas weekend. You know, when we started 2020, there's a lot of optimism because so many uh, important holidays fell on the perfect day of the year. I think I think it was Halloween that was falling on a Saturday. Uh, I know Cinco de Mayo was on a Tuesday for Taco Tuesday, and Christmas, of course, uh, fell this year on a Friday. So a good long weekend for everybody, and you could tell last week things were starting to slow down um, kind of for everybody, not just because of kind of COVID stay-at-home orders, but really, everybody was really kind of uh, starting to scale down and, and slow down for the Christmas weekend. But here we are in this week between Christmas and New Year's. So it's really kind of an oddball week that is both, at least from a finance perspective, slow and busy. Slow because it's hard to get a hold of people as we're kind of kind of doing those vacation kinds of things in between the Christmas and New Year's holidays. But also busy because there's a lot of scrambling for year-end stuff that some people have waited on. I know um, we're in the process right now, for example, of trying to open a SEP IRA, or simple IRA rather for a, a local business here who's trying to get this done in the next couple of days. So that could be a little bit tricky. So um, both a, a slow and kind of a busy, a weird time of the year before that starting gun goes off on January 4th this year. Uh, The first is a Friday yet again. So another good end to 2020 if we're looking for kind of silver linings here for this last year. Um, And so really business as usual begins. The starting gun goes off on Monday the 4th this year. So uh, we'll be back at it in our office on the 4th as well. Um, starting for with those kind of year-end, year-beginning reviews for clients of ours that are on that kind of January cycle of those things. So um, I'll do a quick update of some financial, uh, kind of the economic stuff. Uh, and then uh, I want to get into the Santa Claus rally. We posted about this on our blog uh, this last week. Um, the Santa Claus rally is, is something that we all look forward to if it in fact does come. And so I'll talk about that in just a little bit. But uh, let's get into some some recent economic news. Uh, jobless claims last week uh, kind of beat expectations. They actually halted their recent skid as 803,000 Americans filed for unemployment insurance, according to the U.S. Department of Labor, which was actually – I know that sounds terrible, but it was actually ahead of Bloomberg consensus estimates of 880,000. So continuing claims also beat expectations with 5.34 million remaining on unemployment versus the Bloomberg estimates of 5.56 million. So uh, better than expected news, still terrible numbers by any measure. Uh, so that's um, it's something that we're going to need to keep an eye on as we get into the new year. Of course, it wouldn't be an end to 2020 if we weren't talking about the stimulus package uh, last week. Uh, the stimulus package passed both houses of Congress, uh, but hit a bump in the road as the president raised issues with the, the bipartisan agreement and actually threatened a veto. And so although the stimulus package can proceed with a veto-proof uh, majority if he refuses to sign it, um, it still kind of caused markets to have a little bit of heartburn last week as they digested how soon this stimulus package was going to get passed. And interestingly, this stimulus package in combination with the one that we had earlier this year 
is the single it together creates the largest uh, stimulus package or relief package in in a single calendar year that we've ever had. In fact, per capita for per American, according to Axios, um, we are spending more per American on this relief package uh, adjusted for inflation um, than we have even with uh, the the uh, package that was passed in the Great Depression or any other package, the Marshall Plan, anything else that's ever been done by the United States. So a tremendous amount of stimulus and relief uh, passed by Congress this year, even if this last one that was passed falls short of some people's hopes or expectations. So with that out of the way, let's talk Santa Claus rally. Uh, Yale Hirsch, uh, who identified this rally in the 70s, uh, said that if Santa could fail to call, bears may come to broad and wall. And the reason he said this is because December is widely known as one of the best months of the year for stocks. Many people don't realize that the majority of the gains happen in the second half of the month. Um, I will post some charts here and you can, you will be able to see how December typically operates uh, if you click in the link in the show notes. Um, but you'll, you'll see that in the second half of December is really where gains are made typically. Um, equity strength at this time of year is widely known as the Santa Claus rally, if you haven't heard of this term already. But I think the term is actually somewhat misunderstood. As I mentioned uh, at the start of this, Yale Hirsch in 1972 uh, was the creator of Stock Traders Almanac, and that's actually carried on now by his son, Jeff Hirsch. And the real Santa Claus rally is actually in the final five days of trading during the year and the first two trading days of the following year. So it's not just in December. So in other words, the official Santa Claus rally is actually set to begin this year in 2020 on December 24th. So that begs the question, so how likely are these seven trading days to be higher? Well, there isn't a single seven-day combo out of the full year that's more likely to be higher than the 77.9% of the time higher we've seen previously during the Santa Claus rally. Uh, that's an incredible success rate for that period of time. Uh, moreover, these seven days are up an average of 1.33%, which is actually the second best seven-day combo of the year. So do you believe in Santa Claus yet? I know 1.33% may not sound like a lot, but 1.33% over five trading days is fantastic. Um, and I'll, I'll post a chart kind of showing these numbers in our show notes as well. LPL Financial's chief market strategist, Ryan Dietrich, I think said it well, where he, he asked why these seven days are so strong. He said, whether optimism over a coming new year, holiday spending, traders on vacation, institutions squaring up their books before the holidays or just simply the holiday spirit. Bottom line is that bulls tend to believe in Santa. Uh, LPL actually had a chart of the day that illustrates how the Santa Claus rally has performed over the last 20 years. And I'll post this in the show notes as well. Usually these seven days are higher, which leads to strength then in January. But what stands out to us is that the time Santa didn't come, January was lower each time. So it's important to be a good boy or girl during the year so we don't get cold and then have a rough start to the following year. But let's take a closer look to what happens when things don't go according to plan. Now, remember, Yale Hirsch told us if Santa could fail to call, bears may come to Broad and Wall. This is because the New York Stock Exchange is actually at the corner of Broad and Wall Streets in New York. Going back to the mid-1990s, 
There have been only six times that Santa failed to show in December. January was lower five of those six times, and the full year had a solid gain only once in 2016, but a mini bear market uh, was there earlier in the year. So considering the bear markets of 2000 and 2008 both took place after one of the rare instances that Santa failed to show makes believers of Santa Claus, I think, out of all of us. Should this seasonally strong period miss the mark, it could actually be a warning sign, I guess, of things to come. This feels a little bit like the groundhog seeing its shadow or not seeing its shadow in in February. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll post a chart of the years where Santa failed to come and the resulting returns in January and over the calendar year. Um, you'll see it's not very inspiring. So I suppose just given the history of things, keep an eye on the last few days of trading this year and the first couple days of trading next year. And maybe that'll act as a bit of an indicator of his, if history is a guide to us here on, on what we have in store for 2021. But I can say that still, there's probably a fair amount of optimism out there. So we'll just have to wait and see. So I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. I think more importantly, everybody, I hope you have a safe and fun and responsible new year and new start to 2021. I look forward to talking to you in our next podcast where a fellow advisor here at FFG, Steve Jolly, and I will cover the LPL and Ford Financial Group outlook for 2021. So stay tuned for that. So I look forward to talking to you next year. Have a great happy new year and uh, we'll talk to you then. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.